You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Two footy legends covering all things sport for Kia. The new Kia Nero electric SUV range has landed. Yes, hello, welcome to a Tuesday night edition of Sports Day. Gary Belcher coming from the North Queensland Cowboys. Hey, 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 hey. Home studio, what, you're not? Don't jump the gun, I didn't say I'm I just want to North get on Queensland with it. Cowboys studio. Just, well, they came second last last year and you had the Bulldogs who came last last year. Very argumentative today, isn't he, Sats? No, hello, I Scott. might be doing it in a different order. Oh, are you? Okay, well, we'll wait mascots. and work out. Okay. Okay, you don't talk mascots. about it with us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Okay. <laughs> my favourite mascot is a bulldog, and my right. second favourite mascot is a cowboy. I'm coming from the North Queensland Cowboys <laughs> studio to not another came Hey, straight. just on that, mascots. I love the mascots. Mm. Okay. Who's had the best mascot in Australian sport? And rugby league has probably been most notably the, the sport that has had the best mascots because AFL is not really a mascot. Cricket, what? there's no mascots. Uh, AFL's what? No, we're mascots on game day. On game day. Geelong Cats and all that. A bomber. It's not synonymous for it. Bombers and Rugby league probably more so. Eagles. Wow. Aria reckons Reggie Rabbit, he just looks wrong. There's something wrong with him. She shouldn't say that. I know. I love Reggie Rabbit. Do you? Because you dress up as Reggie, don't you, on, in big games, Woogie? <laughs> I've got to say Captain Charger was one of my favourites in the day. That's poor oh, Gale, was wasn't it? Yeah, he's a radio personality Did on the Gold Coast. Any stuff? club that lasts less Socked than three years. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And he took out uh, the giraffe. Remember Toys R Us? Oh, yeah. Jeffrey the giraffe after a game one day. And Jeffrey the giraffe was running around and, and Captain Charger took out Jeffrey the giraffe. <laughs> He took didn't he take his head off and he thought he was gonna he thought he was going above his real head and he got him. <laughs> yeah, it was clocked him. It was horrific. The worst one I saw was Sid the Seagull. And I remember the bloke one day sneezing and the head fell off at a set of traffic lights. <laughs> and kids were just screaming because this dodgy looking seagull, which didn't look like a duck. Mm. Uh, Why are we talking mascots again? I, I don't know. Because you started with the Cowboys. That's I did, right. yeah, Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, folks, yeah. that's two minutes of your life. You'll never get back. Have a great <laughs> night. Favourite mascots. Who? No, no. Favourite North Queensland Cowboys player. Oh, okay. Player. Mm. Do you, if you have one. You, you go, Badge. It's your studio. Yeah. Who? Oh, mine? Hmm. Oh, uh, Matty Bowen. <laughs> Matty Bowen. I can't believe I've got a statue yet. What an statue, incredible bro? I can't believe I've got a statue at the front of... Of the stadium up there yet, next no, to Jonathan Thurston. Jonathan Thurston. No, they'll, yeah. JT, I think, would be a lot of people's hero. But I reckon Matty Bowen had him covered for fan fan favourite for a long time. Was a North Queensland boy, wasn't he, from mm. from up there as well. Um, my favourite uh, early on in the day was Laurie Spina. Yeah, he was an inaugural captain, wasn't he? He was, yeah. Doesn't yeah. he have a cup named after him as well? Up there, there is, yeah. He's, oh, he's Lot, still works on Lot the land. A cup. Yeah. But uh, the Cowboys, who's your favourite Cowboys player? Zero four double seven. sorry, zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. 736 Hey, can I just quickly off the top, uh, SAS started last night. Mm. And uh, Glenn, the reality king, he says, G'day, Badge, Sats and Woogie. Uh, Sats, two questions for you. What did you think of the old mate, the personal trainer slash bodybuilder on SAS last night? <laughs> Got his head punched in. <laughs> he's, he's up. He's, he's honestly, he's a target, not just in punching. He's just, a, he's just got him set himself up. Yeah. And will you be watching the oh. somewhat controversial Bachelorette starting tomorrow night? Yes, I will be. Mm. For research purposes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Right. right. Are you hey, trying to avoid the big topic, Sats? What's the big topic? The Panthers. 
Oh, the yeah. The are in some strife. Well, you know, the, 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 the NRL has issued some, um, some breaches and, and breach notices. Yeah, they have. Though. Tyrone May, he's been stood down from all club-related duties and appearances until further notice. Yeah, he's been issued a bre- well, breach notice You wouldn't let him out well. in public, would you? Just... Just got knucklehead written all over him. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought his um, his decision straight after the grand final um, on social media, you know, to post um, the situation surrounding his, um, you know, his court case, and um, I thought it was poor taste. And really... do you think he's realises how lucky he was and close he was to going to jail, or he just thinks? Well, obviously he, he doesn't badge. Obviously he doesn't realise yeah. how close he was um, to spending time uh, custodial and. The judge wanted to, um, but and was quite critical of of the laws of of that uh, had the, the judge or the magistrate uh, hamstrung to be able to do that. So obviously he mm. doesn't realise how lucky he was. So yeah, very poor taste. I thought well, many you know I, a friend said to me, "Oh, it's poor timing." No, it's not poor timing. It just you shouldn't do it at all. Wouldn't have matter when he did it. Yeah, it's it was just wrong, and I won't be surprised. I don't want to preempt anything, and I don't know anything's going on. But I'll be surprised if they give him the flick. Mm. So well, there was, know, a, there was another video did. on social media as well, about three or four days in, where um, he had Matty Burton, who, of course, was going to the Bulldogs over his shoulder, and he was calling him backflip, as in backflipping on the contract with the Bulldogs. I mean, that's poor taste as well. That's putting yeah. Matty Burton in a position oh. where he's got to come out publicly and, and make a press release to say, you know, he's looking forward to going to the Bulldogs, I can't wait, whatever it may be. So, And then uh, Nathan Cleary and Stephen Crichton, they've been issued breach notices with proposed fines of $7,000 and $4,000. That's, of course, respective um, to their contracts. And this is around damaging the, the trophy. Now, they're not saying that they damaged the trophy. Right. Uh, the, the notice alleges the, the premiership trophy was damaged at the club's awards night. Uh, and although they're not personally responsible... They treated the trophy in a manner which showed disrespect towards the individuals that, that is Arthur Summons and Norm Proven. Mm. An oh, iconic really? moment. Yeah, so all parties, okay. all, all those parties, they have five days to respond to the breach notices as well. You'd just cop it, wouldn't you, and just move on? Try and get Absolutely. this to, 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 to die. And I'm with Badge on this too. I think uh, Tyrone may, may, be, may be unemployed. There's a board meeting coming up, boys. So Do you know, it's, it's, it's all in hindsight, and we live in a world now where social media, and I suppose with the millennials as well, where... Um, you know, they want to be able to record and, and dictate and um, communicate to everyone what they're doing at every second moment. But in hindsight now and moving forward, it would have been smart after probably 12 hours to take all the phones off the players <laughs> and just have part of their media and digital team at Panthers following them and taking videos, taking photos and, and then doing due diligence on those and seeing whether it's worthy of them oh. Um publicising them. Gents, I bumped into a, a gentleman on the weekend who did security for the South Sydney Rabbitohs from grand final night after the game and through till about Friday. And he said, um, you know, there was no big dramas. I said, what, why don't you just get them all together and take their phones off them? And he said, it'd be like cutting their arm off. Yeah. He, said, <laughs> he said, we kept an eye on them. You know, if someone's blind drunk and they're having a text. But he said, yeah, I don't know if it's possible. And they're well behaved too, the bunnies, let's be honest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 0457 736 736. Your favourite uh, North Queensland Cowboys player. Boys, can I throw up one? Yep. Uh, Julian O'Neill. He's a good guy, Julian O'Neill. I like him. He's a good player. Did he play for the Cowboys? Yeah. He did. He yeah. was 5'8. Yeah. Oh, I went through schoolboys with Julian O'Neill, an exceptional talent. Um, had, a pretty, had a pretty tough upbringing and lost, his, lost a child as well during his career, which was, which was really sad. Mm. Um, and he lives in Papua New Guinea now. Yeah, you were telling me that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Julian O'Neill. Hey, another one, and, and I like him because he comes on the show and he's a nice bloke for a Queenslander, Josh Hannay. Great guy. Queensland Origin assistant coach, of course. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right, 0457 736 736, who is your favourite? Hey, boys, before we get into our sports update, uh, upset win last <laughs> night in the T20 World Cup. Uh, Scotland beat Bangladesh last night in the T20 World Cup, which is great. That's what I love about this uh, minnow stage. Why do Bangladesh have yeah. to well, qualify for a world this is T20? No, they're a good team, Sats. They're a good team, Bangladesh. No, that's what I'm saying. I why know why. Would, why do they have to qualify? I well, mean, I suppose after last night's result, they have to <laughs> oh, qualify. Yeah, yeah you show, I, I was actually going to ask you guys that question. Like, why Bangladesh are asking to qualify and Australia, who are sitting eighth in the world, mm. don't need to qualify? 
Do you think it might come down to money? Because we, we run world cricket. <laughs> <laughs> We're third in line to run uh, yeah. world cricket. Maybe oh, fourth. And the rest. Maybe fourth. But anyway, uh, after the game, there was a press conference and the Bangladeshi and skipper sat down to face the media. But next door, I love this, the Scottish were celebrating. Bolchenje, we could was pretty good, but how do you explain the effort? <laughs> As a batting unit, probably. It's <laughs> 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 the greatest. <laughs> I remember when Ricky Stewart was doing a press conference after a loss once, and you could hear the opposition team celebrating. I think I think it was actually Penrith who they were really loud. Walls and and yeah. just looking at looking at Ricky's <laughs> face. Oh, I've been in those. Just wanted to be no, anywhere other right. than being in that I process. Think Penrith's, Penrith's never beaten the Raiders down in. <laughs> Quick Google, but you know what mm, to do. Yeah. <laughs> Greatest upsets in world sport. Oh, Give, could, Stephen me, Bradbury. Stephen Bradbury, of course. Accidental hero. Yep, yep. Like, he, I've, he I've seen him in the semi-final he, as well. Yeah, but I'll, yeah. Like, he said people, people think, gee, it's like I just put on ice skates a week before and found myself at Olympics. <laughs> he, said, he was actually ranked in like the top five in the world. It was his fourth Winter Olympics, was, wasn't it? Yeah, he wasn't expected mm. to win. So yeah. Changed his life. Oh, the one that comes to mind for me, without a doubt, knowing that you, know, you guys know how much I love my boxing, is the 42 to 1 story, which is Buster Douglas in yeah. 1990, knocking out Mike Tyson. In I mean, Tokyo. Yeah. In Tokyo, it was. Yeah, it was too. And the other one that really comes to mind is 1980 Winter Olympics. A group of sons of farmers and college students go away to the Winter Olympics and beat the Soviet Union in the semifinals and then go on to win the gold medal. I mean, that's in what? That's in ice hockey. That's one of the ice biggest. Ho- Biggest upset to be Russia. Time. A really good movie called. It's called Miracle. It's outstanding. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Kirk Douglas is in it. Yeah. Mine is uh, Rocky Balboa in Rocky <laughs> 2 beating. <laughs> to get off of canvas. Apollo Creed. Yeah, Unbelievable, mm. badge. Unbelievable. It was. 0457 736 736. Greatest upset. There could be no rematch. Yeah, I oh, know. When they're in the one. hospital. Mm. Oh, Adrian. Crazy. Gee, she was good sort for him, wasn't she, as well? Adrian. Well, do you reckon he was batting above his average? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You're a shocker. But don't you think so? Where did she work? She worked in the pet shop. Pet shop, yeah. That's it. (laughs) That was the trivia question. (laughs) Sports Day, Sports Update. All right, grow your business as an FBN community builder, Sats. Now, we're talking about mascots outside of the North Queensland Cowboys. Bunyip in Victoria. Scotty from Bunyip, Victoria. Thanks for listening, Scotty. Says, uh, hey, Slats. Uh, <laughs> he's not what you'd call a mascot, but Laurie Nichols at the Tigers. Yes. Oh, Absolute favourite. The crowd greatest, loved him. Greatest supporter ever. Oh, so, he travelled Ca- with you, Badge, on the Kangaroo Tour, didn't he? And, and in England, and every time he'd turn up at the game, he'd have, just have a singlet on, and the crowd loved him, and he'd be out <laughs> doing the, uh, the, the shadow boxing. And I'll tell you what, and a very... Great, a great guy, great company, intelligent man, just not what you expected. Just the, one of the all-time nicest people I'd ever met, Laurie. Um, and then we, we, we turned up in, in France and he went over there and he was... And some of the boys, I think, they went, they went north, it was cold, and bumped into Laurie. Oh, no, someone said at one stage, not, not on that tour, another time, they were in Russia. And there's Laurie Nichols in a singlet. <laughs> just everywhere. Incredible. <laughs> in a Belmain oh, singlet. Man. Champion. Uh, let's get to some of the news. Craig Bellamy said he will block any contracted players from leaving the storm. Well, I mean, he'll block this is if they want to leave early. Yeah. So you've got uh, Cameron Munster comes off at the end of 2023. And I know that Wayne Bennett has come out and publicly said you know, Munster's the man. Um, but he's still under contract in that first year. Now, um, you would think that he's going to go through the front door and see where there's a chance of Munster being released. Brandon Smith comes off at the end of next year. Of course, Pappenhausen just signed a new deal. Harry Grant's just signed a new deal. So uh, what he's saying, Craig Bellamy, is that, yes, there's going to be a, a new salary cap for this new club. They've got a fresh salary cap. They've got no scar tissue from previous players or, or players that are holding up a lot of their salary cap. So they've got fresh money, and player managers want to take advantage of that. Not so much the players, it's the players' managers that want to see whether there's an opportunity. So Bellamy's basically just drawing a line in the sand, firing a shot over the bow and saying, you know what, anyone that wants to leave Melbourne early ain't going to happen. Exhibit and, A, Yep, Josh Adokar. Yes. He wanted to get out early, didn't he? he? Did. Now he's, finally, he's seen out his contract and he is going to the Bulldogs and with, you know, an on, did the honourable thing, 
stuck it out. They just said, you, you find us a, capable, a, you know, a like-for-like replacement and we'll talk to you. Well, of course, no one could come up with that. Mm. Who are they going to – who – which manager is going to toss up someone and go, oh, we'll, we'll give you such and such from another club for Cam Munster? I mean, yeah. I can't see it happening. No, exactly. And, of course, the Dolphins can't do that. They don't have any players to swap. So, mm. um, you know, there are – when it looks at – when the ARL Commission looked at bringing in a new team for 23, the question was 23 or 24. And all three bids said 23 because when you look at the talent that's coming off at the end of 23, that is the most obvious year. You know, Joey Manu and Brandon Smith, some of those real key positions. Um, so, yeah, but, yeah, Craig Bellamy, true to his word, I, and and use a really good example there, Badge, and Josh Adokar. He won't let players go just for the sake of strengthening no. another side. No way in the world. Sit, spit the dummy out and he'll just make you sit on the sideline or you'll yeah. just turn up and play like the rest of your teammates on contract. Got to go to a break in a minute. Um, South are really keen to secure Cody Walker uh, before November 1. He's on 650000 a year. That's rumoured, lads, 31 years of age. If you're going to offer Cody Walker a contract beyond uh, 2022, how long would it be and how important is he? Uh, it'd be two years for me, first and foremost. I think that's probably the same amount of money as well. Uh, everyone talks about his relationship with Wayne Bennett. He has got a great relationship with Wayne Bennett. He's got an even better relationship with Jason Demetrio. They go back to the Intrust Super Cup Queensland Cup days when they Demetrio coached again against Cody. They, he coached against him in the grand final. Then from that, they they forged a really good friendship uh, when Demetrio and, and Walker went to South as well, coming from from those uh, Queensland Queensland Cup days badge. So. Um, yeah, you'd be hesitant. You'd sort of say two years initially because of his age, and I think that's about the money. Probably a little bit more mm. because he was the Dally M five eighth of the year. Gun player. Hey, can I just try one quickly before we get to the break, Woogie? Mm. There's another big push for the Everest to be elevated to Group One status, and some people can't believe it's not. Um, it's it, the highest time form ratings of any sprint race in the world this year. And I want to know what some of our listeners who know a bit more about racing than us think. Should the Everest be a Group one sprint or a group one race, 0457 736 736. And you've got some tips because Chris Nelson can't do that. Uh, that'd be great <laughs> as well, 0457 736 736. Boys, going to take a break. When we come back, something a little bit different. Trevor Long from EFTM.com. You know, he's that technology guru. You see him on the Today Show no. of a morning. You haven't seen him on there? Good. This is going to go really well. Now, listen, I wanted to get some advice from him for our uh, listeners tonight on the best. You know, tech stuff for blokes. If you're working out, best TVs to watch sport on. Android versus Apple. What's the better phone? And he's an F1 freak. Loves his Formula One. Well, we know that's your right. favourite sport, lads. You really, you could ask him anything you like about Daniel Ricciardo. I shan't Ricardo. be asking me a question about you. F1. You sure? You can. What can we ask? Listeners, what can we ask about F1? Uh, 0457 736 736. Uh, Trevor Long joins us next on Sports Day. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the new Kia Nero electric SUV range has landed. I'm done. Welcome back to Sports Day. Badge and Sats here. There's a, saying that Woogie, there's a saying that Woogie always says when he gets stressed. He says, oh, no, I'm done. No, it's not stressed. I'm done. I'm I just done a, sat, a badge. I'm going to come and work from the North Queensland Cowboys home studio with you because uh, no, no is, Badge is just, what are you saying? Bad, uh, Sats is just all about rugby league, rugby league, rugby league. We're taking time out from rugby league right now. One of our team members, uh, Joel Kane. Yep. From uh, Joel and Fletch. He's texting and said his favourite North Queensland player was Matt Singh. Oh, yeah, there you oh. go. What a player. Yeah, outstanding. Yeah. Hey, boys, Trevor Long, you see him on uh, Channel 9. He's a tech guru. He's from EFTM.com. My um, son would love Trevor Long. Oh, you'll be a lot smarter when you finish this conversation, and that's saying something because you blokes are pretty intelligent. In fact, <laughs> currently driving a Kia Nero. They've given him one for three months. Where's our car, what by about the, the way? Perks? I know. What How are the good perks is it? That he gets? <laughs> Not bad for a Formula One fan. Trevor Long, hello, mate. I've got two Kia Nero's at the moment. Is that bad? Oh, two? Stop it. Yeah. I've got the electric and the hybrid because, you know, there's three. There's a hybrid, there's a plug-in hybrid, and there's an electric. So you've got to, you've got to test the whole range in my job, see? You hey, don't know what's going on. Trev, how long until we are all driving electric cars, do you think? I mean, I, I remember 20 oh. years ago they said we'll be 
driving cars that are flying by now. So, <laughs> yeah, I think we're at the very early stages of a very long transition. You know, this is it. Think about how long we hold on to cars now. Generally, let's call it five to seven years, and they have a second life. You know, it's thirty years before it's really fully electric, but. Man, the hype over the last couple of years around electric has really pushed a lot of people that way. And I love the fact, personally, if I was buying something right now, I'd buy a plug-in hybrid, which means you get an electric car for 50Ks of range, but then you've got, you know, 600, 700Ks of petrol range as well. So you've got the best of both worlds. And then I think in five years or so, electric will be even even bigger. So you've got this great transition now, and that's why things like the Nero and others are a great transition to electric as opposed to just going full-on electric uh, from day one. All right, this is not an ad for Kia, by the way. They're just our major sponsor, and it's nice to know someone's driving the car. Mate, listen, Mm -hmm. I'm going to start it off today. I'm not an Apple fan. I'm an Android fan. So two parts to my question here, and I just want to help our listeners out. Uh, What's better, Apple or Android phones? And secondly, is there a new Apple smart speaker out today? Because I I can't keep up with all these smart devices. Hmm. Apple or Android? Good question. Um, the answer I give to that normally is Xbox versus PlayStation, Holden versus Ford, NRL versus AFL. It depends where you live, how you were brought up. I mean, you know what? They're both great platforms. There are some amazing Android phones. There's some amazing iPhones. Overall, if you're looking for value and you know, actually saving money, then Android's the way to go because there's much more affordable but still high-quality phones for 500 bucks and less, right? You can't get a brand new iPhone for 500 bucks or less. But in the end, you get a great quality, a great ecosystem with Apple. So I probably tip the needle just towards Apple if I had to pick one. But let's be honest, it's, it's 50 50 out in the community, let alone um, in terms of sales. Um, when it comes to smart speakers, it, it's, it's a fascinating thing because Apple has this big hype and they're this big brand, but their little smart speaker is. In Australia, anyway, very small percentage of the market when you compare it to Google and, uh, and Amazon's Alexa. But, yeah, this morning they announced a brand-new version. Um, it's just got colours. <laughs> That's the only difference is it's, it's yellow, orange, or blue. Apart from that, it's the same Apple HomePod Mini. But it is a great speaker for listening to music on and, uh, and, and listening to the radio. If you wanted to talk Woogie's language, you should have said pie versus hot dog. You know, it's <laughs> Both. Yeah, now something else that he's been very interested in and talked about for a while is these, uh, <laughs> these and a bit creepy, these camera sunnies. It's, is, it, is it Facebook teamed up with Ray-Ban or someone? How, what's going on with yeah, them? Are they, right. uh, can you can you get them? Can you are they are X-ray? they still, still shots? Are they legal? <laughs> are they legal? They are, exactly. They are completely legal. They're available at OPSM of all parts. Like they're not. It's not like this is some uh, sheltered online thing. Facebook and Ray Ban. So Ray Ban. They're called the Ray Ban Stories. Um, I've been using them for a month or so. They're very cool because you know the lenses uh, for the camera are. Have up you got an AVO yet? Your I guess you, Trevor. <laughs> yeah. The Ray Ban stalkers. None other than the say? usual ones that already existed. Um, but you press a button on the side, and you're recording a 30 second video. Now I'll give you an example. We were down at the. We go to the netball courts every couple of days with the kids just so they can skate and scoot and do different things. Just get them out of the house. We were down there the other day, and, and another family were there, and we started throwing around a ball and started shooting shooting some netball hoops and playing, you know, kids versus their parents and stuff. And I was wearing these things. Well, I started clicking record every now and then. It was amazing the the action I captured. You know, a bit of fun, real real memory uh, essentially of that game. Wouldn't have worked if I was holding a mobile phone trying to trying to throw a netball around, right? Yeah. But the and that, so that's the awesome side of it. But the negative side is no one I was playing knew that I was recording. So. It's a bit creepy uh, among everything yeah. else, but it's very cool what it can do. It's just a fine balance between how creepy you want to be. Well, it's better than Sats <laughs> carrying a teddy bear with him everywhere he goes with a little camera. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's my backpack. Oh, it's the backpack, backpack with the camera. He's not joking either, Yeah, Trevor. actually, you answered a really good question for Mickey G from Woodbury. He asked about the Apple and the Android, which one. Now, um, with the Ashes coming up, uh, huge when it comes to Australian sport across the entire landscape. I'm about to get a new TV, so I want to know what TV is the Me best too. to watch sports on. Yeah, but affordable, not something that's ten grand, mate. Look, the great thing is there's not many ten grand TVs now, unless you mm. are going absolutely crazy. And look, if you've got the money, a Samsung TV at ten grand is just an unprecedentedly beautiful TV. Don't get me wrong; they're, they're wonderful. There's good; they're actually worth the money. But the average Joe's spending between two 
and 4000 and plenty of people are spending 500 bucks on a TV but if you had a budget of between 2 and 4000 there's two kind of paths you need to take one is am i buying the absolute best quality picture TV i can buy and if that's the case you're probably buying an LG OLED O L E D LG OLED that's the best picture technology it's unbelievable colors uh, unbelievable contrast between the black and the colours. But you're probably going to end up with, say, a 65-inch TV at that no. price range. No. If if you wanted what I... If you're like me and you go, you know what? When I sit back and I watch Bathurst in the Formula 1, I want a massive TV. I want yeah. go big or go home quality. I bought an 85-inch TV. I think it was about two and a half grand. High sense. So if wow. you take yourself out of the stratosphere of the best TV on the market, which is an LG OLED, no one really questions that... What you get with a with an 85-inch Hisense is phenomenal picture quality, big screen. And, mate, I, I remember sitting, my son is, unfortunately, for all his sins, a Roosters fan, sitting oh, watching the Roosters you, with him. Um, yeah, exactly. I'm an Eels fan, so yeah. don't shoot me. But, look, you know, the fact is it looks better on a big screen. You fill your lounge room with a TV, it really does become an immersive experience. So, personally, I'm in the go big or go home category, and you can absolutely get a big and a very good TV uh, in that price range. Now, Trev, can you debunk this myth? Because someone told me if you've got one of those little Android connections like an Apple TV to watch all your different streaming well, services, Android, if you hmm. put that into your TV, the bigger the TV, the the picture is less pixelated or more pixelated. It's it's more difficult to watch. Is that true? Oh, look, it's it can be an issue if you buy the very, very biggest TV at the cheapest ship's price. So let's go to Aldi. Um, and you get a 75-inch TV. Let me tell you, very good, amazing, really good quality. But if you were to watch, um, let's say, the best quality picture through that, it will struggle, okay? It will mm. struggle to upscale the picture. What you actually want to do is is watch, um, you know, 4K or HD content through there. But if you're watching YouTube on those cheaper TVs, they struggle to kind of stretch the picture to the bigger screen. So I personally think the Google dongle, the Google, it's called a Google TV, uh, Chromecast with Google TV. You can put KO on that. You can put um, Disney on that. You can put all the streaming services on that. Plug it in the back of a TV from the good guys or Aldi. And most people I speak to still think that because it's, it's big, it's good. So I don't think most people notice any of that kind of stretching of picture and stuff like that. Hey, Trevor. Trev, could you, Trev, oh, could you come you. over my place and help me set up Netflix? And, oh. and, and what, what's a, an Android TV? Yeah, you just lost me. Hey, he just yeah, found out. He couldn't afford me. He, only a month ago, he just worked out <laughs> you can live stream sport on Foxtel Go. <laughs> this is what we're doing. Oh, come on. And he's got Have a flip phone. you not KO Sports? KO is the best thing since sliced bread. For yeah, it is pretty good. I mean, seriously, every get that? single sport, <laughs> KO Sports. KO.com.au, come on. I've got a KO TV. <laughs> can we Saves. move away? Hey, listen, I'm thinking about exercising next year. Maybe, maybe. If yeah. I want to buy just I'm, a good... I'm thinking the same, maybe 2024. Yeah, I don't, I'll, I'll make a plan, see how it goes. But listen, if I want to exercise, a lot of our listeners love doing this now. What's the best smartwatch to put on my wrist? Yeah, I, I think the Apple Watch is hard to go past. Um, but I've know, got an Android phone. Easy, then uh, get yourself uh, the the Samsung uh, Samsung Galaxy Watch. Right. So that, again, it's that ecosystem thing, right? The Samsung Galaxy Watch, by the way, will pair with an iPhone, but it's not the same the other way around. An Apple Watch won't pair with another phone. So the Samsung Galaxy Watch looks good, has all the sensors that you need in terms of health and fitness. Um, look, there there are, and it looks like a normal watch too. Like it's a round watch face. It does all the normal stuff. So uh, look, the Samsung Galaxy Watch Four is the latest version, four hundred bucks. 500 bucks, depending on the size and the, and the um, attachment you get. Great watch. And um, even if you don't get into the full-on health and fitness, just start tracking your walks. You know, when you go for a walk, just start tracking it. So you get in the process of understanding the amount of activity you do, the work you're doing, your heart rate, stuff like that. So when you do make the commitment, you go, you know what, for the next few weeks, I'm, I'm going to give this a crack. You really get to get to see the data change. And that's, that's, it's a good feeling when you notice that the data is going up in your favour. Until your wife finds out where you've actually been walking. Um, now, <laughs> yeah. drive to survive. Drive yeah. to survive. You're our F1 man for the moment, and we've got a uh, text message here from one of our listeners. Can you ask your F1 man, Trev, where Australian driver who's in the F2 at the moment, Oscar Piastri, will be next year? Will be will, will it be a drive or just a test seat? Do you think? 
I, I, I suspect Oscar will be a test seat. Um, he's in the Alpine Academy, so there's no seat for him in the major league. Um, there's only one seat left in Formula One, and that'll go to a, an American. So Oscar will uh, hopefully win the F2. Um, he's a top young bloke. I've spoken a really good, good kid, really on his way to the top. But unfortunately, Formula One's all about money and timing. Um, if he if he can't get the timing right in terms of finding the right seat at the right time, he's got to bring money, and he won't be able to bring the money that other drivers bring. So if he doesn't look like he's getting a 2023 seat by the middle of 2022, he'll go to uh, he'll go to IndyCar and he'll do very well in America. But mm. I think it'll be disappointing because he'll be a loss to Formula One if he doesn't get there. Isn't it good to see Lewis Hamilton struggling in second spot this year? <laughs> Isn't it? It's just great. Yeah. It's such an Aussie thing, you know. It, 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 I, it's funny. I remember. <laughs> I remember actually got to interview Daniel a few times over the last few years, Daniel Ricciardo, and I remember saying to him something along the lines of, you know, it's, it's kind of good just to see Max doing badly. And it's just a crack-up laugh because we as Aussies love to see people who are very good at their sport do badly because we, we just want a bit of competition. And, yeah, I'm, I'm quite enjoying seeing Lewis have to fight for it. I, I don't mind if he wins the championship again as long as he has to fight for it. Yeah, we, yeah. we care if he yeah, wins. full yeah. of himself. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, before and we go, Trevor Long, uh, Sound Sound Onkyo Amplifier and a 75-inch T- TCL TV. One of our listeners recommends that. So that's uh, heaps of text coming through for you tonight, yeah, mate. Can't go wrong with it. With it. TCL's another good brand. Um, so, yeah, and, and if you're getting yourself an amplifier, then... Go if you like. Personally, I'd just get a big screen TV and buy a nice little sound bar and uh, blow your mind with the sound quality. What are you laughing at? No, I just I, I love how how de- how much depth he's got in relation to. I, I love this. I could talk about tech for about a whole hour, but we won't. From eftm.com, check out his uh, newsletter and also uh, podcast every week, Trevor. Yep, absolutely. You can find it all at eftm.com. All right, mate. Thanks for your time on Sports Day. Cheers, guys. Cheers. That's the quietest I've heard, Badge. That's good. I'm I'm writing it all down. I'm, Are you? Um, Badge is just working on his abacus where, right now. About <laughs> where do you can, plug <laughs> your, when you want to connect your phone? To yeah. how do you plug it in? What do you do? <laughs> you want to charge it? You got to charge get your, your phone. Mate, get your bank card out <laughs> oh. and, and and go to a department store next week and buy something. All right. There but, you go. None of these wires go into my flip phone. <laughs> it is a sports day for Kia. The new Kia Niro electric SUV range has landed. Imagine explaining that to him as well. Uh, We'll be back in a sec with our hot topic. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the new Kia Nero electric SUV range has landed. Welcome back to it. 0457 736 736 is our text number. We're after your, your favourite North Queensland Cowboys studio uh, player because Badge is coming from that home studio tonight. And also best mascots and sporting upsets. You've got a few here, actually. I'll just touch on a couple of real quick ones. Hey, boys, as a West Tigers fans, this guy was one of my favourites and remain that way. When he went to the Cowboys, Luke O'Donnell, tough footballer, cheers, yeah. brown dog, and also Chubbs, born and bred in North Queensland. Um, greatest North Queensland player, Matt Scott. Oh, yeah. Also, he says yeah. the best mascot was from North Queensland, the croc from the Townsville Crocodiles NBL team. Oh, Sats, who was, who was tougher, Luke O'Donnell or Dallas Johnston? Dallas Johnston. Oh. Yeah, Dallas Johnson was about, hard, he, probably about 93 kilos when he played, but he used to snap you in half defensively. And doesn't doesn't matter how hard he would be hit or he'd hit you, he'd just never go off. He would never get injured. He was so durable. Mm-hmm. Such a good player he was. He was. Rightio, boys, time to have a quick uh, look at the top 10 recruits for 2022. Um, who wants to get into this? Who wants to well, there's been a top 10 on Fox Sports. And I suppose the question is, if, you, if we go through those top 10 that they've thrown out, which club is going to have the best recruit in 2022, do you believe? And we'll go through these from 10 to 1. Mo Zumbai to Dragons. Uh, Jaden Seward to the Dragons. Sean Johnston to the Warriors. Kurt Catewell to the Broncos. Xavier Coates, number 6, to the Storm. I think that's a, I think he's going to have a huge uh, effect at the, at the Storm. Jane, Dan Gagai to the Knights. Pangai yeah, Jr. to the Dogs. Nico Hines to the Sharks badge. Fanukin to the Sharks. Adam Reynolds to the Broncos rounds out number one. You and know what stands out there to me? Yeah. They, they're basically saying the best Bulldogs recruit is Pangai Jr. Yeah. Well, they've got Matt Burton coming, Josh Adokar, uh, Dufty, Vaughan, 
uh, Naden. Yep. I, I'm shocked there's only one Bulldogs there and that it is Pangai Jr. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Adrian from Dural said, I'm calling it with the likes of Dufty, Naden, Addo Carr, Avarillo, Burton, oh. Shoop in the backs and the forwards with athletes like Hetherington, Thompson, Luke Thompson's still there, yeah. Pangai Jr. Um, the Bulldogs would be one of the fastest teams in the NRL, definitely. Probably one of the most athletic you're looking mm. at next year. There's a few players they missed out on badge, like Matt Burton at the Bulldogs. Yeah. But, like you said, but... Cameron McGuinness to the Sharks. You know, he had a knee reconstruction in 2021. We seem to forget about Cameron McGuinness. And his move to the Sharks along with Finucane and, and Nico Hines, that's pretty significant, isn't it? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, oh, he's a gun player. A lot of people have forgotten about him. He, he dropped off the radar, didn't play at all this year, did he? Mm. Um, but, yeah, great player. He could, he could, be, he could be a better buy than Finucane um, and Hines. Yeah. yeah. Show. Paul Vaughan to the Bulldogs, just again mm. to to strengthen that Bulldog side. He's a quality front rower. Now, an interesting one is Ash Taylor to the Warriors. He's basically train and trial. There's, he's gone from a thousand dollar player to a train and trial contract at the Warriors. It, it could be the it could be the making of Ash Taylor, or it well, could be the breaking. We just don't could know. Be a great, yeah, it could be a bargain for them. Yeah. If he uh, can play the way we know he can play, might yeah, it might just be what he needs. A bit, a bit like Milford. It might just be what he needs. He's not mm. on a lot of money at the Bunnies, but we saw at the end of the year that he can still play footy. Yeah. Woogie's, Woogie's not convinced, but um, he'll fall in love with him if he has a couple of good games. I mm. think this, when I look at the standout recruits, the ones that we've mentioned, I'm not sure what you think in 0457 736 736. I think my top two are Matt Burton to the Bulldogs. He's got to learn how to play 5'8 again, and he'll do that with Trent Barrett as his coach. I think he's out of a huge effect on the NRL next year. Um, but the other one, I think, is Xavier Coates to the Storm. You know, replacing Josh Adokar and Suliasi Vunavalu. They'll start him at the wing. They'll end up moving into, into the centres at some stage. I think he's, he's going to have a breakout season, or, mm. although already he has had a breakout season. But I think he's, he's going to be one of the best players in the comp next year. Well, I think they got it right with Reynolds at number one. Uh, definitely, they need direction. They need leadership. Mm. Badly, the Broncos. What do you think? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. What's your top recruit for twenty twenty two? Evening, boys. Love the show. Why aren't Gold Coast going heavy after Hodges? Must uh, be Hodgson. Hodgson. Uh, yeah, yep. Josh Hodgson. He's the missing link and could be the best thing for Fafita. That's from the reptile. Well, from all reports, there was this. Jamal Fogarty going to Canberra and Josh Hodgson going to the Gold Coast. That's obviously the West Tigers are now talking to him. Um, the West Tigers are now so happy Coruscant's on their on their hit list as well. So mm. Josh Hodgson would be the perfect fit at the Gold Coast. It is the only missing link having a um, having a leading number nine that's mm. got experience and can change a game as well. Right, yeah, we better get to a break. This is Sports Day. Thanks to the new Kia Nero electric SUV range. It has landed when we come back. Racing Queensland update with Chris Nelson. Plus, we'll get to more of your texts. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Two footy legends covering all things sport for Kia. The new Kia Nero electric SUV range has landed. Welcome to the second hour of Sports Day. Uh, you got Gary Belcher coming to you from the North Queensland Cowboys home studio. Don't start, mate. There's something wrong with this desk, and every time I turn the main microphone I'll tell on, you what the f- it doesn't turn mine on. I'll tell you what's wrong with it. It's what? called <laughs> Woogie Sausage Fingers. <laughs> That's what it is. I know you were going to say that. And Scott Sattler's back, unfortunately, from uh, holidays, 0457 736 Feedback's been overwhelming. Thank you to the listeners. Um, by any, join the show about anything if you like tonight. In particular, we're talking about the best... Um, the best mascot you've ever seen, the best sporting moment, upsets you've ever seen, uh, your favourite North Queensland Cowboys supporter. I'm about to get into something else here, boys. I want to throw at you in just a sec uh, to get your opinions on. Get $45,000 off every McDonald Jones Homes, thanks to McDonald Jones Homes. Coming up, Stephen Beaver Donald joins us after the tragic loss of um, Sean Wayne Newey. Uh, mm-hmm. Wayne Newey on the, what, Monday, wasn't it? Yeah. So, uh, so, uh, so on this the weekend, a, yeah. Um, rugby Chiefs, union player, yep. rugby player, and and Stephen Donald is uh, yeah, 
former All Black. Yes, legend. absolutely. And it's only 25 years of age, mm. this young fella. All Left. Black is an All Black Maori as well. And yep. On the, on the brink of uh, breaking into the All Black side as well. We're going to get into Tragic. the joke of the day. Uh, again, uh, just my humble opinion, nowhere near as good as Badge has been the last well, last debatable. couple of weeks. Well, no, Subjective. my ears, my ear, my ears yeah. are telling me. Fans have spoken. Uh, we're also going to get into what and yes, big news as well. If you're a fan of kids television, oh yeah, radio, some mm. big news coming up uh, before the what end. What if you're not of the show? What? What if you're not a fan? We'll turn off. Okay. Shoot us through your text, 0457 736 736. Save $45,000 off your dream home. Visit the McDonald Jones website to take a virtual tour today. I want to get people's opinions, and particularly you boys, just some mm. breaking news that's come out. And, I, and it's American football, but just bear with me here, Badge. It's, it's something that's going to have an impact on sport in Australia. And uh, I know you and I touched on it, the Savo Badge, off the air. Washington State College. Uh, they've fired their football coach, uh, Nick Rolovich, and four of his assistants on Monday for refusing a state mandate that all employees get vaccinated against COVID-19, making him the first major college coach to lose his job over his vaccination status. Well, it's a state mandate. So, so it's the law. Four, mate. Yeah, it's and- the law. And everyone, they had till Monday to actually get vaccinated. Hasn't done so. Is this, and we're starting to see that, I think Badge was saying to me off the air today, it's, it's starting to happen now in places like Victoria, that they've mandated this. What? Yeah, there's, I think AFL players are going to be blowing up, some of them, that is, don't think it's fair. And Well, is it fair? Well, I don't think it's fair for you to, you know, to risk other people in the community by not getting vaccinated, but that's just my opinion. If there are special circumstances, if it's for religion, and it's... It's religious grounds or, or some sort of sure. health restrictions. Absolutely. So, what if you got a and pregnant I think you partner? You need to then understand that you might be in, you know, a bubble situation, not yeah. have the same freedoms as everyone else. That's unfortunately just how it is for anyone who's, you know, um, potentially could carry um, the virus. But let's say you've got eighty percent, you know, vaccinated in the community, and you're just one of the twenty percent who don't get vaccinated. Mm. Should be okay, right? This is what they're telling us that it, it is should that be. It should be okay. Like, and is this virus going to be around forever? I, I I don't know. I just think it's a tough one. It's a tough one to mandate because, as you say, like uh, people have different beliefs. Governments need to make tough decisions, mate. That's why mm. it's a tough mm. one, as you're saying. But and they it, it may not be in five, six, seven years' time. It may not be the same mandate. But for now, but for now, you you need a sledgehammer effect. And this is the sledgehammer effect that you need. You could so end if you someone's go, career. If you go, if you, yeah, that's right. But if you go to a sporting event and, and you know, that's where you know that you caught COVID, do you have a case then to sue the body that allowed you in, the, the, the governing body? Is, is this the sort no. of thing? Or, or if you're part of a team and you catch it from a teammate who didn't, is that, you know, this is what, it's about protecting everyone in the team. They've got a, a duty of care. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you have any grounds. Like, like it's badge. complex, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It really is hard. Thing. I don't know. What do you think, listeners? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. You know, should everybody involved in sport well, be vaccinated? Probably from the listeners, from a fan point of view, if you're told that you've got to be double vaccinated to go and watch sport Absolutely. at a stadium, are we going too far, or is it just is it the way that we've got to live our life over the next? Three, five, seven years, however long that may be. Um, Reed Marnie is in high demand badge. Yes, he's the Parramatta hooker, Woogie. And uh, the Dolphins are keen on him. Uh, but now the Broncos apparently have, uh, are thinking about joining the race to sign him. So, and he's a Sunshine Coast boy up north of Brisbane. So it would make sense for all of those clubs to, to want his services. Very, very good young player who's... Um, you know, you would say he'd, he's a potential state of origin player. If Harry Grant wasn't around, he might. Well, he was meant to play this year, wasn't he? Until he, yes. until he had that shoulder peck injury. Yeah, mm. so um, it's nice time, I guess. Nice time. Well, and this is not going to be unusual with the, this new team coming in. Um, can you imagine? I was reading today about when the Crushers came in and how they didn't, you know, it was all again. But four new teams came in, Sats. It did, four yeah. Four new teams. And you were part of the Crushers. There was just a free for all. The Warriors, the Crushers, was it the Cowboys? Western Reds. Uh, and the Western Reds, they're all trying to get players to be competitive. I remember it in 1998, Badge, there was 20 teams in the comp. 
20 teams. Yeah. There's Adelaide Rams were there Jeez. as well. That's right. Yeah. It was um, – yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Reed Marnie. Uh, something tells me that Parramatta like Reed Marnie, but they're not always really urgent in signing him to any long-term deals. It's always let's see what else is out there. But in, in, at the last moment, the twelfth hour, Reed Marnie is signed, so he's allowed to talk as of November first. Yeah. Hey, can I just quickly say happy birthday, Badge, one of your former uh, kangaroo teammates, Cliffy Lyons. Napa. How old do you think he is today? Oh, I reckon he'd be you wouldn't 61. Know. 60. 60 He's today. 60 today. What a champion. Did you send him a card? Yeah. Yeah. Badge probably, still probably would send cards, case. wouldn't he? Mm. In the mail. Not to Mal, though. Remember he no, missed Mal's birthday? He did miss Mal's birthday. No, I didn't. Mm. He'd moved. Without <laughs> <me knowing>. <laughs> <laughs> did you get it back, did you, Badge? Yeah. Um, yeah. It seemed, has recruitment at the Tigers been put on hold until Tim Sheens gets to the club? We spoke yes. about this earlier on, didn't we, Badge, about Josh Hodgson um, was the latest, I suppose, the latest player that they were trying to identify. They've got young Jacob Little, who's a good young player. They've got Jake Simpkins, who's a, a really good young hooker that's coming up as well. Josh Hodgson seems to be that player they want to focus on. But it looks as though with Timmy Sheens coming in, looking at the roster, Adam Hardigan, the general manager of footy, was... He finished up the club effective immediately last week. It, but the Canberra Times badge, they're reporting that Appy Coruscant mm. is of interest. Dual premiership winner, Appy Coruscant. Yeah. Rabbitohs and Panthers. So um, he'd be a good get as well. So, yeah, they're going to wait for Tim to have – I guess, you know, with this new, new um, you know, person who's going to have a big influence on the club in Tim Sheens to arrive and they go, sorry, we've spent everything on the cap. Mm. So we just got to do he, – he probably would like to have some, some say in, um, in some of the recruits. Mm. If you had a choice, if you threw both, both players on the market, Hodgson or Coruscant, you're the recruitment manager for a club. Who do you go for? Oh, that's, that's a tricky Both one. completely that's different a... players, aren't they? Yeah, but, but it's not a lot of you know, not a lot between them. Josh Hodgson is probably a little bit more versatile, mm-hmm. uh, but I think coruscant has got that bit more speed out of dummy half too. Yeah. So, depending on what you're after, mm. uh, hard one to split. Um, texts oh four five seven seven three six seven three six for McDonald Jones Homes. We're talking about greatest upsets, and there has been uh, the miracle on ice, which I mentioned early on. Nick from Newcastle, also Buster Douglas beating Mike Tyson forty two to one. Um, hi boys, my two upsets is Leicester We mentioned Leicester as well And Dandy Andy winning the 1988 Australian Cup At 125 to 1 Regards oh, Ron That is right. one from left field Which year was that? 1988, Australian Cup God, mm. miss that one um, We talked about great uh, racing tracks Like country cups Yep. Because where are they racing? Isis Isisford Isisford, which is west of Isisford, which is west of Rockhampton. Yeah, right. Mm. So, uh, uh, danger is saying that you go through it when driving from Brisbane to Bundaberg. Now, I, I isn't that along the coast? Uh, no, yeah. no, you don't. No, well, that's, if you head inland, you can. Is he thinking of? No, you couldn't go. Has he if stopped? You went that way instead of going four hours, you'd take. 44 hours. Has he stopped for too long in Bundaberg, do you think, at a certain <laughs> Possibly. place? It might be now, talking about Isis. Isis. Isaiah, is it? Isaiah? Is there a place called Isis? No. Idesville? Ice up? Anyway, yeah, no. yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what he's talking about. Now, you did mention um, some of the great regional <laughs> racetracks and, and race days. You know, yeah. Birdsville is probably the, the highlight in, of the Australian racing calendar when it comes to regional. And um, the Cairns Amateurs is amazing. Launceston Cup. Launceston, you're saying. The Marble Bar Cup. This is Belmont from Clarence. He says the Marble Bar Cup is the best country cup. East Pilbara, Western Australia, for those who whose geography isn't up to it. Now, I'm just looking at the maps here. You fly to Port Hedland, which mm-hmm. is sort of up the north of Western Australia, three quarters of the way up the co- western coastline. And then you've got to go two and a half hours inland to the Marble Bar Cup in Marble Bar. You know what, Belmont? Oh. I'm going to look at trying to go to that. It's usually around June, July each year. All right, you yeah. do that, mate. Evening, boys. Double vaccination is going to be a way of life. If you want to do anything, that's from the big G. That is true. Do you know what? I've played at clubs where you had to get the flu vac every yeah. year. There yeah. you go. Yeah. yeah, but that's been around. I mean, not that. I know the vaccination changes all the time, but that's uh, what people you are worried to about. Get, you still have to get shots to go overseas to travel. Like, you know, when you no, you don't. 
malaria shots and no, you typhoid. You do. Yeah, you, no, you do. don't. You don't have to. That's a yeah, personal choice. I'm telling you, you do, Woogie. When I go to Bali, mate, and I put my Bali bing tang single on. And the monkeys bite on, you on the neck. <laughs> yeah. oh, they, it's, well, they it's get sick doctor from biting says me. you should get. Okay. <laughs> doctor. <laughs> I don't go to a doctor, mate. Come on. <laughs> I guess the difference is the, 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 the flu shot is voluntary. People yeah. are being no, made. No, no, but the club, a club that I was playing at, you had to get the flu back every year. Well, didn't the NRL players last year as well? I'm not quite sure. You remember that? Didn't Badge remember that when? But using that as an example, as an employer has said, "Hey guys, we expect you to get the flu back every year." So we had to get the flu back at the start of the flu season, so you don't miss games, don't miss mm. training sessions. Oh yeah, and by the way, I'm all for vaccination. I'm I'm going to get my next needle in about four weeks' time, so I'm mm. fine. I'm more for it. I want to go to the cricket. I'm not missing yeah. out on the cricket. So, uh, Danger sent us another text, boys. Stats. Uh, what about Gold Coast Seagulls? Weren't they the first Gold Coast team? What, what, no, Gold Coast Giants. I don't know whether what, – what's that got? Gold Coast Giants were the first Gold Coast team Yeah, and then the Seagulls, Seagulls took them over, didn't they, Sat? Yeah, Seagulls. Oh. Then they became the Gold Coast Gladiators for a really short time. No. Yeah. Very, Did very – probably three or four months. And then – They won – didn't they win They won something? the plate final in the World Seven. Yeah, so like – yeah, that's – And they're owned <laughs> so by they a, a local uh, real estate guy by the name of Jeff Muller. And then that's all of a sudden so. it, was, it was overthrown and it became the Gold Coast Chargers. Right. And the Gold Coast Chargers were out in 98 yeah, wow. as part of the NRL coming back together and, and the Adelaide Rams and co. And then, then it was the Gold Sats Coast Titans. Them back as the Titans in 2007. Here is a great upset. Thanks for this text. This is from um, – oh, who's this from? No name on this, is there? Uh, no, there's not. 2015, Melbourne Cup, Prince of Penzance, 100 to 1, Michelle Oh, Payne. yeah. 101. Yeah. I know. I was overseas for that, um, and it just—it was amazing. What a great movie, it? Rod Like a Girl. It was fantastic. Wasn't great it? Yeah. movie. All right, this is Sports Day. Keep your text messages. I got two for you. Quick ones. Oh, you quick. 1983 America's Cup, the Wing Keel. Of course, yes. yes. 1969 Tigers fans rejoice. They beat the unbackable South Sydney Rabbitohs. Mm. Yeah, did they mm. cheat? That's no. Good game. Just played the rules. Why do we have to end on a low? Badger's always like that, isn't he? This is No, no, I'm talking about oh, you. Well done, Belmain. <laughs> this is Sports Day for Kia. The new Kia Nero electric SUV range has landed. Hey, when we come back, uh, All Blacks legend Steve Beaver Donald joins us on Sports Day. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.